<laughs> hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Kickassery. Uh, what the heck is Kickassery? Basically, it's my opportunity to brag on really cool people like Crystal Saxon here and let them kind of tell their story and for us to have an amazing time talking about whatever the heck comes up. So, Crystal, hi. Who are you? What? Give us your 30-second pitch. Who are you? What do you do? I am, well. <laughs> See, the thing is, is she's got too many things to figure out uh, on what to do in 30 seconds. What? What what's your what are you doing right now? What what what's your life consist of at the moment? Well, I'm I'm a, a teacher and a preacher and a recording artist and a mother and a wife and the child of the living God. There you go. Awesome. And what did you just survive? Cancer. Mm. And the point is you survived that crap. I did. Yay, God. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, Crystal. <coughs> it's so funny, and, and I say this with as much love as I as I have. I find it so funny doing this project, and I've said this many times. It's so funny to me talking to very successful people like yourself. Now, you and I don't feel that we're successful, but no. from everybody from the outside in sees us as successful. I don't see myself as successful. You don't see yourself as successful, but I do. You are a recorded artist. You are a minister. You are a cancer-freaking survivor. Right there is enough to just say thank you very much. You win. And I find it so funny that as I'm building this project, how you and I have the same conversation I've had with several other people is like, I don't know what to do. You sit down and you talk. That's all we're going to do. You know, but here's the thing, everybody. I want to give you a heads up about Crystal Saxon. Crystal Saxon has this ability to dive into people's life and unapologetically just speak over them and to drag them into her life or her into their life. And she is she has this um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, she has this ability to see into other people like very few other people I know. And when she grabs onto you, you're stuck. You're, 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 you're out of luck because she's latched on and she's going to speak into you. And uh, uh, I've, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been amazing. It's been frustrating. It's been exciting it's been everything that their brother and a sister deal with and i love the fact that when we when i still lived in maryland and, and we hung out uh, we'd go to networking events and she'd walk right up and introduce me as her brother she's like hi this is my brother dale and people were like ah <laughs> yes yes they did huh and of course i would just roll right along yeah yeah you know we're she's my sister from a different mister we're, we're good and we just roll, and people would just stand there like, what the hell? <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. So but what I hated about those 
is you would always be sitting next to me and you would always be first when we had to stand up and you'd come out there with, good morning, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's so great. And then it would be me and I'd be like, um, hey. <laughs> oh, whatever. No, you were not. You were not deadpan like that. You jump up and do your thing as well as anybody else. <laughs> don't even play that game. I hated being after you. But who who told me to sit next to him? So no, don't don't bitch at me for what you asked for. <laughs> You're a hot mess. Pretty much, basically. There's no doubt, no discussion there. Um, so one of the things that I'm I'm super proud of you for that you're still here and you're talking to us and you came out the other side of this stupid, I am. stupid, stupid cancer crap. And Thank you, God. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you, you battled and you worked and you, you, you know, you strived and you're here. And how, that's not easy. That's not fun. It was not. How'd you get through it? I prayed. That's how I got through it. I just prayed. I just said, okay, Lord, you are good all the time. I trust you. I trust him. I trust him with everything in me. I trust him. And he did not give this to me, but he used it for my benefit. And I said, okay, God, you give me the strength to get through this. And I got through the chemo and I had decided when I was getting chemo that they were not going to cut things off. But at the end of chemo, the cancer was still there. So then they had to cut things off. And I said, okay, God, I trust you. But it was not fun. I can't say that I loved it because in my head, you know, women have boots. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being real. And so to have them cut off, you know, I had a million people say to me, don't worry about that. Oh, they're no good. You don't have to worry about that. Who cares? You're still great without them on and on and on. All the mantra. A lot of those people had boots. I got them. So stop. <laughs> and, and I don't. So and. You know, I had to wrestle with that. Mm -hmm. And that took me to a dark place in my life for several months at the beginning of last year. I just went dark. I still trusted God, but I just went into this. Okay. I went into survivor mode because that's what I do. I go into survivor mode whenever something is too difficult for me. I just shut down. I close my eyes and I go into survivor mode. But you know what? It's not about survivor mode. It's about pressing through. Yeah. And it's about defending defense coming against that and saying, you're not going to steal my life. You're not going to take me. I have a purpose in this place and I'm not leaving till it's accomplished. And once I got back there, once God pulled me out of the pit and pulled me out of the muck and mire and, and, and set me back on my feet again. You know, I've been walking in that mode ever since I've been, you know, saying, hey, all right, God, I'm on the other side of this. You chose that I wasn't going to die. So now what? 
So there's the question is now what? So now what? Now what is I finished the recording. I refinished my uh, the reason. It's called the reason my Christmas CD last year. It took four years to finish it. I, you know, in 2016, I was in the hospital for I was not in the hospital, but I was in a medical facility for over 20 days in October of 2016. When I went in, I was dying. Um, the doctor said my kidneys were shutting that things were shutting down. I was dying. I had sepsis poison in my blood. And as of last week, I know a woman, I met a woman who two of her family members in three weeks died of sepsis. So when I was telling people, you know, for my birthday party, I almost died in 2016. You know, the people do that. You know, okay, Crystal, we know you're a drama queen. Yeah, right. You almost died. I did. Right. I, yeah. I absolutely, they kept me in the hospital 10 days because they couldn't get the poison under control and they weren't letting me go until they did. So I don't die. So I appreciate I, I could have died and then the reason wouldn't have been completed, but it did get completed. And I'm very proud of that. And I'm very grateful to God that he saw that. Okay. I wanted to finish this. So, you know, I'm going to give her the strength to fight and get through and I'm going to let her live one more day. To glorify me. Well, and with that, now you have even more of a story. I mean, you have a great story anyway on on how you came to the Lord and what you've done since then. And and you're working on a, a worldwide ministry, which you and I have had many conversations about that. Which you've helped me with, which you've so, helped me with immensely. Well, and some of those conversations you weren't super happy with me about. Uh, true. Absolutely true. Because I have this this uh, bad habit of of not keeping my mouth shut, but you know, here's the thing, Crystal, is that you are you're taking on projects that are way bigger than you, like way bigger than you, and you've taken on this life altering thing that was just that life altering, you know, and, and way bigger than me, way bigger than you, and I'm sure that process is not ended you know you are still in the recovery stage i am you know you, you're not back 100 percent yet i'm guessing well there's um, days i can't get out of the bed right there are days that you know the chemo snatches your thoughts and you know we talked about that before this yeah. you know snatches your thoughts in one minute you're you can remember what you're going to say in the next minute you are but i you know with Help, friends Crystal, and Crystal. I, i'm going to conquer all of that it's all yeah, going to no. be gone. I haven't had cancer and I have those issues. So <laughs> you're way ahead of me because there's days I don't want to get out of bed. And there's days that this stuff don't work and I've not had <laughs> cancer. So you're doing okay. But there are days when I get up and I function and I go through life and I'm, you know, and I'm excited every day whether I can get up or not. I'm excited. And when people talk to me and they say, how are you? I say, I'm alive. Yep. And it was funny because my mother said to me one day, oh, well, yeah, I I guess that's a good thing. And I said, mom. And she said, well, you know, and then it hit me when she said that. I thought I was the one before cancer who when people I was so busy and I was so worn out and tired and just fatigued. And and when somebody would say, how are you? I would say I'm alive. 
And that was just uh, to get through. And now it isn't like that anymore. It's I'm alive. One more day I get up and every day and everybody should do this. Be grateful. Amen. Because the Bible says that we lay our own selves down, but it is surely God who gets us up. And there is no one, no one on the face of the earth that can say they get themselves up because let's talk to all the people just today who didn't get up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. We can't talk to them because they're dead. So mm-hmm. don't say that you can get yourself up. Only God can wake you up out of that sleep and let you keep on going. And and if when you live with that and you stop and you take the focus off of yourself and you put it all on him, at least that's the way I live my life. This is Crystal. This is me. You know, it changes everything and it causes you to have joy and a gratitude that transcends anything that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people still to this day give me crap for saying it's a good day because I woke up breathing. That's and right. I, I, you know. Even when I'm Ubering, people are like, so how's your day? I'm like, you know what? It's not bad. I woke up breathing today. And a lot of them just, just, huh? And yet a lot of them are like, you know what? That's a good attitude. And I suck most days. I I don't accomplish what I want most days. I, I'm I'm as human as, as anyone, yet I try. Once again, I don't succeed all the time. I try to th- say, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm here. And the alternative could be I'm not here. And that's right. You know, you've already said it. I have way too many things to accomplish for me to not be here. Yes, you do. You know, you, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this is that when you told me you, you had your cancer and you were going through all that and I don't feel like I'm not my cancer. Okay. It was just a cancer. A lemon given to me to make lemonade, but not mine. I do not accept that. Amen. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) And I feel like I wasn't as as good of a friend as I was to be able to be as supportive as as I should have been. But then again, I had a lot going on at the same time as well. So life is life. But here's what's funny, and I don't know if I ever told you this, is that um, I was never afraid for you. I was never concerned Great. that we wouldn't see Crystal again. Was never a concern. I was very concerned about the process, and, and I was very concerned about the pain and the suffering and all that. But to be honest with you, Crystal, you have way too much to, to give, and you have way too many things that you have to do. So I should have said that to you a year ago, but I was never concerned. I was never concerned. I was never afraid. He said... When I prayed to him, when I found out about it and I talked to him about it, he said, this will not end in death. And once he told me this will not end in death, I stopped. I stopped being afraid. I wasn't afraid the entire time. It sucked. You are right. I didn't like the process. But this I can truly say, look in my face. Well, whatever you can see of it and hear this. If you gave me the opportunity to do it again and not have the cancer, I would not take that opportunity because the crystal that I am today is a completely different crystal than the crystal that you knew before all of this took place. Yep. I'll, and I'll I like this crystal. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one, you know, because um, you're more focused on the things that matter the most 
to you and to what you want to accomplish, you know? Um, and I'm super excited to see where all that takes you. I'm super excited to be on the, on the skirts of what you're doing and look in and say, you know what, sis, you're doing a, a just an amazing job and it, it's going to happen. There, there's no doubt in my mind. Well, I have to take you with me everywhere because the logo, the face-to-face -face logo, <laughs> who designed that no. to perfection? Yes, that would be you. So wherever anybody sees that face-to-face -face logo, remember it was Dale Maxwell well, that designed yeah. that for me to perfection. Well, no, no, no. Now, don't, don't use words like perfection around me because then people will start expecting crap and... No, 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 no. Expect it from him. Expect it. He is amazing. No, don't listen to Crystal. I like <laughs> mediocrity. <laughs> you were not born to be mediocre in any way, Maxwell. No way were you born. You were born to stand out and be greatness. One of my favorite, what is the show? Um, it was Hillary Duff. I don't even remember some movie. Somebody, you know, told her she could sing and she and she did this movie um, and I can't remember the name of it. But in the show. She. Um, kept trying to fit in and it might have been Hillary. I don't know who it was. But anyway, in the show, uh, what a girl wants, whoever that is, what a girl wants was the show. And there was a scene where she was in this boat with uh, her boyfriend. And he said, what I don't understand is why are you trying so hard to fit in when you were born to stand out? And Dale Maxwell, if I've known anybody who was born to stand out, <laughs> that would be you, my beautiful brother. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. And I, I'm getting better. I'm not good at it yet, but I'm getting better at accepting things like that. Yes, and you are. I'm getting better and it still feels weird to me. It still feels alien to me. But with all that said though, is in, in my ripe old age, I, I'm learning more and more that we all have something. And I think I finally accepted that maybe this is my thing. I don't know. Maybe it'll change again in another 10 years. Who knows? But um, this has been a lot of fun. And this is this has been an opportunity for me to share the most amazing people that I've ever known. You being at the top of that list of things that you've accomplished, overcome and more more exciting what you're going to do. So share a little bit about what this worldwide ministry. What, why? Why do you want to make a worldly impact beyond your community <clears throat> where's that drive come from because god wants me to it's a compulsion god's put in me um i i have stopped one of the th the new things about crystal is i've stopped saying i don't want it that's what i used to say because you know i want to say the same thing you said i'm okay with mediocre but God's not okay with mediocre because he's excellent and he's perfect in every way. And he is perfect. And he has given me this. This is something he's put inside of me to touch lives, to create an atmosphere. You know, my, my, my mission is to create an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit can do his job, where you're brought into this atmosphere 
and you are comfortable wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever, whoever comes, everybody come. I'm not talking about Christians. I'm saying anyone. My job is to create an atmosphere for anyone to feel comfortable to come and be ministered to by God. Anyone, no matter what your walk of life is, anyone, it doesn't matter because God wants to minister to people in every walk of life that they are. And he's not only ministering to Christians. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, it's not the well that I came for. Now, I'm not saying he didn't come for me. What I'm saying is he came for me so that he could, inside me, go out and reach the ones who are heartbroken, who are not healthy, who are, you know, who need a touch, who are hurting, who who are lonely, who are broken. And he chose me. I don't know why. I don't know why it wasn't anything that I did. And that's true. He chose me from the beginning of the world just because he wanted to. And all I want to do is just make him happy. I want to please him. I want to hear well done. That's that's my goal in life. If you ask me what is my what is my goal in life? What is the thing that I that drives me? It's to hear well done my good and faithful servant. Enter into your father's rest. That's anything I do. I wake up every morning and I try to live in that life. And that's, you know, why the ministry? I don't know. He said it, he named it. So let me ask you, let me ask you then what's been, what's been the hardest part of the journey so far? Overcoming. Overcoming some things in life. You know, he has called me to be a preacher. He has called me to be a recording artist. (laughs) He has called me face to face with people. And I am naturally I'm not saying that can't be changed. Naturally, I am an introvert. I was born in the natural world as an introvert and shy. And so this right now is a stretch. Mm -hmm. This is taking me way out of my comfort zone. Everything, when I'm on stage, you went to my last concert. When I'm on stage, I'm way out of my comfort zone. When I'm preaching, I'm way out of my comfort zone. But that is what gives God the glory. If he takes you and he uses you only where you're comfortable, well, that could be you. That could be your talent. I've been singing my whole life. So, you know, I've I've been a singer, you know, naturally. Nor before I ever knew Jesus Christ, I was a singer. But to put me in the venues that he put me in, that's way out of the natural thing. And it is. If I can't, if he, if he doesn't show up, I'm going to look like a fool. So getting over being an introvert and being out there and acting like an extrovert (laughs) has been the most difficult thing, but I'm learning to deal with that. Just like the cancer, I get in there. I'm in survivor mode. Okay, Lord. If you don't show up, it's, it's going to fall down on its feet. If he isn't here right now, by the time this is over, all of this is going to be 
Well, isn't that an, a, just an addition to your story and what you can teach others is that if it's worthwhile, you can overcome. Yes. And I am a good teacher. Yes, you are. You're going to you're not going to hear me brag on too many things. Because I look in the mirror at myself every day and I see me. But. I've been teaching since I was a little girl. That's the, the number one gift over everything, over singing, over everything. I can teach anything to anybody. You teach it to me. And once I get it, I can teach it to the child. I can teach it to the grown up adult. I'm a really good teacher. And so I lose myself in that gift. And then it takes away the anxiety that I would normally have. And and I love that. And I love teaching people. And I'm hoping that in my life, what I'm teaching people is no matter what is going on with you, no matter how life gives, throws you a curveball, you can come out on top and you can come out the victor because the victor lives inside of me. Mm -hmm. And he, if I give it to him and let him do it, I'm good. But when I look, when I take my eyes off him, like Peter, you know, Peter took his eyes off of him and down he went into the water. But when he was looking at Jesus, he was walking on water. You know, and people say, well, Jesus was walking on water because he was God. But Peter was not God. Peter was walking on water because he was looking at Jesus and Jesus commanded him to. And if I take my eyes off the wind and the waves all around me, and if I take my eyes off the girl in the mirror and I put him on the God who created the girl in the mirror, everything changes. And I hope to teach the world that. So when I get to heaven, I hear that. Well done, my good and faithful servant. So can I call you Pastor Crystal then? No. <laughs> no. Preacher, yes, Pastor. No, 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 no calling. No calling to Pastor anybody. No. Mother. I have a lot of God kids. Hi, God kids. I have a lot of God kids. Um, and that's what God has given me. One of the jobs that he's given me here on the earth is to mother people who, you know, who at that the time that they enter my world might need mothering or fathering, you know, in a motherly way. But I have a lot of those. And I love my job and I love my kids. No one can tell me that those kids don't belong to me, whether they have my blood or not. Right. I love being a mother of my God kids. <laughs> you know, so that I can do. Pastor, not so much. <laughs> no, no. So what's the, I mean, what's your next step then? I mean, you're, you're recovering and yes. you're getting stronger every day and you, you're now a businesswoman. You're doing legal shield and what's the other? I do. Thank you, Jamal, for, you know, getting me into such a great company. I mean, you know, when I first met him, I knew God had it in me that I was supposed to, you know, get close to Jamal. And and he has given me the gift of putting me in a really great company, 
legal shield. I mean, what's not great about that? Right. What's not great about the fact that for such a low price, 20 bucks, 40, if you want ID, legal ID, you know, ID, you know, prevention help. But what's not good about being able to call the top lawyers in whatever state you're in and asking them whatever question you want to ask them, things you would never ask a lawyer because right. you're not paying $500 or $1,000 for them. Yep. What's not great about getting a free will? What's not, what's not great about those things? And I have a passion uh, for that company. And I, I have to give kudos and gratitude to the one who introduced me to it and, and brought me in. And so, you know, that's a business. I own that business. That's that's yep. that's mine. Yep. And they've helped me even in the cancer issues. There were some situations that came up, you know, with the chemo, I couldn't work. And so, you know, a couple of bill collectors didn't like that. But it was no problem because I could just call up one of those lawyers and say, hey, help. There you go. And they helped. And um, so, you know, and that and, and the plexus that you see on the Facebook all the time, you know, I have to give kudos. I'm sorry. I have to give it to Rebecca, who introduced me to health and wellness, to a plant based product that I could take that wouldn't interfere with my cancer. Right. It doesn't interfere. It only makes me better. When I was going through cancer, I can't tell you how many people said you really don't look a lot like you are going through this. And that's only because these products have given me, you know, in January of last year, my blood level was down to um, to seven, which it's supposed to be a 12. You can't even give blood if your blood isn't over whatever this number is, 12. And I was at seven. Wow. And without taking any iron, just taking my plant based products, just taking that. It went all the way up to 11. My blood sugar was at like almost 11, which is crazy. And just taking the plant-based products, it brought it down all the way to 7.1. My surgeon wasn't going to do the reconstructive surgery if my blood sugar wasn't under eight. So <clears throat> these are plant-based products that maybe they're not for everyone, but who doesn't need microbiome? Who doesn't need gut health? Who doesn't need those things? Anybody does. So those, you know, I, I plan on building those businesses. I plan on getting those businesses to a level where all I want to do is help people. You know that that's all. I'm only in these businesses because they help people. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a business to make money, though. Making money is a good thing. And, and making money is what I need to run the ministry. You know, people can say all they want. Oh, they're after my money. But even God's business takes money. Ministry takes money. So you've got to have it from somewhere. But I'm Absolutely. not in it for the money necessarily. I'm in it because these are two businesses that help people. And they are going to help me run mm -hmm. the ministry, which is going to help people. And again, if I continue to do that till I die, and I'm 56, so I might have a good 20, 30 years in me, maybe 40. You never know. My godmother and my grandmother-in-law died in 97, so you never know. But I want to hear that well done. Again, it's well done. So, you know, I want to build Plexus. I want to build uh, Legal Shield. I, I want to build the ministry. Um, you know, I, I help my boss at Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins. You know, I, I do that um, 
just because, you know, God put me with that man and he has done great things for me. He was on the phone with me at least once a week or more wanting to know how I was doing. And he has held my job always. And at this point, I can't step into that job because of the situation, you know, because I'm still healing. But, you know, I go out and I help him. You know, I, I have 40 years of, of cake decorating knowledge up in here. And so if I can help him in any way, if I can train for him, talk to people on the phone, you know, get people, manage, you know, those mm -hmm. girls, I'm going to do that mm -hmm. for him. So I do that. You know, I have just begun a new record, a new CD called It's Your Day. Um, over the years, I've written quite a number of wedding songs for people because I'm, I'm a recording artist and a, a, a songwriter. And so I've written many songs for a lot of, you know, friends of mine and people, a lot of wedding songs. And so it's going to be a wedding. It's going to be a CD that's going to have the wedding songs. And, awesome. you know, so I'm in the process of doing that. Actually, yesterday when you were texting me, I was actually there in the studio, um, you know, getting ready for that next CD, which I am planning. I don't know what God's going to do, but I'm planning on putting out this year. But you just put out the Christmas CD. I did, but it's Christmas. Right. However, there are songs on there that are not necessarily Christmassy. So you could still get that Christmas CD and listen to it and people wouldn't think you were crazy. Well, and I am so excited. I was so excited when you said you dropped your album. That was, I was like, awesome. Cause from, from the time I first met you three plus years ago, you know, that was what you were working on. You know, I was working and, on the reason. Yep. Absolutely. And I, I'm so excited that you dropped your, your Christmas album. You're about ready to drop your, your third album. And you said something that is a reoccurring uh, process that I'm working on, but then it's a reoccurring conversation I'm seeing in a lot of nonprofit, uh, a lot of church, but in a, a lot of people as well, is this whole misunderstanding of money. And you yes. and I have had this conversation several times. I remember you and I having a, a very hard conversation. Yes. I remember I apologized to you afterwards for it. I had a totally different idea of what no. money's purpose in my life was. Right, right. You know, and I I find it I, I love the fact that you and I, and I'm in the same boat, you know, this is a process that I'm still going through, is that money's not bad. Money's not evil. Money, money is not you know, corrupting. It's, it's the psychology, it's the love, it's the, you know, all the negativity, but for us, me included, but more you because of your ministry and what you're, you're professing and you're teaching and, and you're, you're mothering is that you're absolutely right. It's going to take money. It's going to take a crap ton of money for you to have the global impact that you want. Yes. You know? And I love that you are now very focused on your businesses and you're looking to build your businesses and you're dropping your albums and you're promoting your albums. So then that way you can start making money on your albums. And that is just even more encouraging to me because that's another lesson that you have. That's another growing thing that you have to put out to the world to say, listen, here's where I was. Here's where I'm at. Here's what I want to accomplish, and here's the process I'm going to have to go through, and it's going to suck, and it's not going to be fun, and it puts me out of my comfort zone, and it does all these things that I don't want to do, but guess what? 
these are the things I have to do. Like my my book that I'm attempting to write. Yay! Holy crap buckets. It's just every time I sit down to work on this stupid thing, I'm like, no, no, I'm going to go do something else. And I run from it because it is so outside of anything that I thought I would A, do, B, have the concept and the ability to, and the just the know-how to do. I'm learning, but I look to folks like yourself as encouragement. I'm like, listen, if Crystal can go through cancer, if my mentor, Andy Smith, can go through cancer, and they can come out the other side, and they still have a smile on their face, the hell am I complaining about writing a book? You know, it doesn't make sense to me, but it's all things that we have to, each one of us has our own challenges, I guess, that we have to work through. So my challenge, my first challenge, you said, what were some of the challenges? My first one was overcoming my natural instinct to hide. Okay. My second challenge was overcoming the sound that God gave me. It's a huge, you and I talked about that many times. Being a very cuddly Negro woman, for a lack of a better term, I used to have a t-shirt that said, I'm fluffy. (laughs) Being a fluffy Negro woman, people look at you and they expect a certain sound to come yeah. from you. Yep. I don't have that sound. And I, when people would look at me and go, you know, that, that you don't matter. sound like that. It, it, it used to. And so I would hear, I go into the studio and I still kept doing stuff, but I would hear it. And after a while I would get so upset about what I sound like that I would take all of my music and um, and my my producer just talked to me yesterday about it because a lot of the stuff he doesn't have anymore because he shut down his his uh, recording studio. Hi, Doug. Harvest recording. Stu- I mean, not Harvest. Uh, uh, Commodore recording studios. But he shut it down for a while and he brought it back up. And so there's stuff that he did for me before that he doesn't have. And we were talking about it yesterday. And, you know, we were talking about the CDs he gave me, but I literally would take those CDs and throw them in the trunk or I'd stick them in a pile of something. And it would be months that I would just like you. I would run from that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like this. I want to be bold. I want to be powerful. I want to rock the world. I want people to go crystal, crystal. crystal." (laughs) I want it to make an impact. I want it to stand on stage in front of thousands of people, as crazy as that is for an introvert, and and just hear the the the, the you know the the yeah. applause. But you know what? I'm so very comfortable. That was the that was the extrovert that you know for so many years I lived playing because I'm also an actress and I'm a really good actress. And so playing the part of an extrovert for so many years. 
I thought that's what I wanted, but I'm so comfortable being, having the sound that I have now. People have told me it brings in peace and comfort and rest. And, you know, back when, when I was in the world and people were telling me, oh, I just love your voice. I could go to sleep to it. And you're thinking, I want to be a rock star. Can't, you can't go to sleep that's not to what my I want to hear. Yeah. And <clears throat> so, you know, I've become comfortable in that challenge. The challenge is even still today, not the extrovert in me, but something in me wants rise that wants to entertain. But that's not my purpose. And when you know what your purpose in life is, when you know that you know that you know that your purpose in life is this, then no matter how glamorous this looks, you don't entertain that thought yeah. for a long period of time anyway. And God has gifted me with a friend named Robert who has been my friend for so long and he lives an excellent life. The man lives an excellent life. I've been inside his life. I've been on the outside of his life. And this I can tell anybody who knows him. He lives an excellent life. Everything is excellent. Mm -hmm. And I've been with him so long that when I try to lean towards the mediocre, he's already convinced me in my head, you aren't mediocre. Crystal, mm -hmm. why are you trying to be mediocre? And he gets frustrated with me and sometimes he'll quit me for a while because he wants the best for me. Yeah. And he can see at that point in time in my life, I, well, she doesn't want the best for herself. So I'm just going to leave her alone for a while until she gets it together. And he has caused me, and I know it's God. I know God has put this man in my life to cause me to continue to strive. Because when I don't strive, I hear that little voice in my head. Yep. <laughs> and, and I love that. And so despite what I want, despite what comes over me sometimes, you know, even when I was it, having when I had the cancer, he'd be there, you know, and I'm and again, I'm saying that God is the global. God is the one who caused all of this. I'm not giving him all the credit. I'm not putting him up on the pedestal. I'm just saying God has used him. Even then he would come and he'd visit me and he would do nothing but encourage me. Keep on going, sister. Keep on going. You can do this. You've got lots planned for you. You know, you you need to be excellent. And and I love that. I, I love that. And, you know, the more that I I go on this journey, the more I realize I can't ever go back to who I was, what I was. And, you know, you're one of the ones who has told me he was one of the ones. There have been many of them. Money isn't evil. It's the love of money that's evil. It's when you love the money more than you love what the money's for. Mm hmm. That and and I got that and you were one of the ones. Definitely. We had many conversations, crying, tears, you know, Lido's falling apart, you know, and you just going, hey, I love you. Sorry. I love you. <laughs> well, and that's real quick. And then we're going to we're going to wrap this up real quick. But, you know, in true friends, you and I talked about this just earlier today or yesterday, I don't, even, I don't remember when it was, but, you know, true friends 
are okay with kicking each other's teeth in. Yes. For the right reason. You know. Yes. And you know, you and I were, were brother and sister, and you've called me out on crap too, and I didn't like it. Um, I've called you out on crap, and you didn't like it. You know, um, you wouldn't tell it to my face, but I'm sure there was times you were just like, "Shut the hell up! I don't want to talk to you anymore. Go away." You know, and that's okay. That's perfectly okay because we need to hear these things from time to time, and it sucks, but it's the truth. And if the truth is the truth and it sucks, then we got to work through something, whatever it is. We got to figure something out, right? But do um, you know why that's so important? You and Robert and Walter and, you know, and Rebecca and, and, and Jamal and all of the people, you know, on and on and on. I could go on. I'm, I, I don't have time to go through all of you. But <laughs> um, what I do is I don't listen to the voice of you. I've been trained by God to listen to the voice of God. Mm -hmm. If you open your mouth and the voice of God comes out and God's telling me something, I will listen. If you open your mouth and you're telling me something that's not from God, I'm going to smile at you really nicely and say, okay, and I'm going to throw that away. Right. I've been trained to hear the voice of my father. You know, the Bible says that, you know, my sheep know my voice. I'm the good shepherd. And they will not listen to another. So it isn't you, which is why I can't say that I ever wanted to say, get away from me. I never wanted <laughs> it. Would, it would upset me. I'm not going right. to say I wouldn't yeah. be upset and I wanted you to stop talking. But right. when you opened your mouth and it was God, which was a lot of times, and, you know, all of the other people, when you open up your mouths and you speak into my life and it's a word from God, because God can use anyone. Mm -hmm. If you look at the Bible clearly, you see he used an ass mm -hmm. to tell someone. Which I'm one usually. What is it that you're doing? No, that's not true. <laughs> but, but you get the point. Yeah. So he can use, the Bible says, if you don't proclaim him, if you don't glorify him, the rocks will cry out. So he can use those things. He can use you and he can use all of the other people. So when people speak into my life, I don't necessarily like it. But if I hear the voice of my father, I'm all about it. I'll take it and I, I'll, ugh, I'll hate it, but I'll take it and I will run with it. And it always, always makes me better. And yeah. having been your friend has made me better. Damn and magic. ditto. Ditto. I'm telling you, Crystal, you've spoken to me. You've been there for me. You've been an encourager. You've you've wrapped me up in hugs when I needed it really, really bad. I like and, hugging you. Yeah, I like hugs. So uh, let me ask you this. What's a piece of advice? Um, we're all struggling with something. You know, I've been here. It's funny when you start paying attention to things, you start seeing it more often. And I'm something that I'm seeing a lot more often in the world, on social media, wherever, is we don't know what the other person's dealing with in their private life unless we truly know them. And that's very true. We don't know the demons. We don't know the the struggles and the 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 tri triumphs and the the tribulations that that these folks are having, you know. And I run into that Ubering all the time all the time. And for whatever reason, people open up to me when I'm like, I, I really don't want to know that kind of stuff. But 
what is what is some advice you have for those of us who are struggling that are you know we may not be going some through something as life altering as cancer but what do you how do you minister to those of us who are struggling what's a couple short pieces of advice i can only speak from my life experience but stay positive. That's something that is worldwide. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. It's something that somebody who doesn't believe in Jesus or doesn't believe in God or doesn't whatever, they can hear that from my mouth. Mm -hmm. Stay positive. That's a global conversation. Stay positive because it is your positive that is going to conquer your negative. My positive is God Almighty. My positive is Jesus Christ. My positive is the power of the Holy Spirit who causes me to see Jesus for who he is, who causes me to get on my face and humble myself before God and let him do whatever he's gonna do in my life no matter what. So stay positive, stay humble, stay humble. Don't think more of yourself than you are. Even though you can be greatness, I love the stories of the people who are great that come and dwell amongst the not so great and get a sense of what it's like. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Stay positive. Be humble. And love like crazy. I'm not talking about the love that the world has. Because that love isn't real. That love is fickle. And that love is not true. And everyone who's listening knows that to be a fact. If somebody doesn't like something you said or you did something wrong, they can quit you in a minute. Love beyond yourself. Agape love is what we call it, which is love unconditionally. I'm trained to love unconditionally. I'm trained to see you, see your faults, see everything about you, see things you don't know I've seen and love you anyway because love conquers all and love covers a multitude of sins and love never fails. So if you stay positive, stay humble and love unconditionally, you are gonna get through anything. Why? Because your mind won't be pulled into the tragedy. It'll be pulled out of the tragedy and into what the tragedy is going to, uh, what's the word I want to say? Help me. Um, you're going to be pulled out of that tragedy. You're going to be pulled out of the lemons and into the lemonade. How about that? There you go. You're going to be go. pulled out of what is happening to you and your mind's going to go to, What's going to come of that? And I just happened to be blessed. 
And I happen to be gifted with a trust in God that knows that no matter what he allows to happen to me, and he is sovereign, so he allowed it. Whatever he allows to happen to me is going to be for my good in the long run and the good of everyone that's around me. And that's the best that I can do with that. Stay humble, be positive, and love like crazy. I love it. I love it. Um, I told you guys that you wanted to watch this, seriously, because Crystal is a wealth of knowledge. She has a deep soul. She has a huge heart, you know. And, um, I've learned so much from Crystal over the years. We've had such amazing heart-to-hearts. Crystal, I'm so very proud of you for whatever that's worth. I'm so Thank happy you. that you're on the other side of cancer and you're you're on the upside and it's it's all it's better from now on. That's, that's the, the upside and the, the hope. And, you know, I'm, I'm super excited to see where your ministry goes and, and what little part I can do to be a part of that. I'm super excited. So thank you so much for, for hanging out with us and, and sharing yourself and sharing your story. I truly, truly appreciate that. Everyone else. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, hey, I want to do one thing. I want to share the website. Can yes, I do yes. that? Absolutely. And also, Crystal, when you're finished, make sure you put it in the comments as well so that everyone has okay. where they can get your website, where they can get your CD, uh, where they can find your ministry, all of those things. So please, when we're finished, put that in there. So, so what the is website it? is www.face2face, that's F-A-C-E-T-O-F-A-C-E, worshipministries.com. And you will see a wonderful, glorious picture that one of my godchildren painted and blessed me. It was so, ah, uh, so I'm so grateful to her for allowing me to use it. It's a beautiful painting. And in there, you can find, you know, all sorts of things about me. And you can find a store where you can purchase the downloads of the CDs. There's also a place where you can purchase if you want to purchase the hard copy, you know, put your information in there and I can send you a hard copy. And um, just uh, I just appreciate the support of the ministry because um, well, because yeah, I, I just appreciate and I appreciate you, Dale, for letting me do that. And oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, welcome to the Kickassery family. And uh, Summer Chaffin, I love it. Every one of these episodes, she's, uh, you know, saying welcome to the family. So I, I love that. Thank you, Summer, for for creating that. But Hi, guys, Summer. yeah, guys, please help expand this a little bit. Um, if you want to be a part of the Kickassery, hit me up. Uh, it's all good. Let's let's keep letting me brag on a bunch of people. Crystal, I love you to death. Thank you very, very much. Uh, hang out. Don't don't end here. And everyone else. Uh, yeah, just have an awesome day. Kick some ass. Keep smiling because if you don't need it, somebody else might need it as well. I'll talk to you guys soon.